Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. When we are born again, we become a new man, we become a new self, we become a new creature in Christ. Now the nature of God, the life of God is in our spirits. And this man that's a new man is to be the dominant one. We are to listen to him. Because it's through this man, this inward man, this new man, this born again spirit, this new creation, through our spirits, that God will guide us. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Remember Romans 12, 2 said, Be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. When your mind gets renewed with the word of God, then you'll think in line with what God's word said. The 23rd Psalm speaks of our soul being restored. A man's spirit's never restored, it's born again. But his soul is saved or born again or restored when his mind becomes renewed with the word of God. The greatest need of the church today, some people think it is that we need more money, that's not the, that may be one need, but that's not the greatest need. Some people think the greatest need is more education. Well, we're not opposed to education. Thank God for education, but that's not the greatest need. Some people think that the greatest need is maybe a more polished minister, but that might help, but that's not the greatest need. Some folks think that the greatest need is to a, a better choir and, a, and that maybe a more comfortable church and a more comfortable pew, but no, no, the greatest need of the church is to have their minds renewed with the Word of God. It's to get a renewed mind. Amen. Now, you see, this verse said here, in Paul, in Paul said in first in Second Corinthians five seventeen that we've already quoted. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. That's this man on the inside, our spirits. Jesus said in John three six, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. It's our spirits that are born again. And we contact the spiritual world by our spirit. We contact the mental world with our soul. If any man's in Christ, he's a new creature. It's our spirit, the inward man, that becomes a new man and a new creature in Christ Jesus. He's saying that the inward man, not the outward man, has become a new man. You have the same body that you had before you became a new Christian, new, new creature. But the man on the inside has become a new man in Christ. Now what we must learn to do is to let that new man on the inside of us dominate us and we with that new man control the flesh and do something with their bodies like Romans 12 1 said wherefore I beseech you brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your body unto God a living sacrifice wholly acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and then not only are you to do something with your body but you are to do something with your minds. How was it did James say here by the Spirit of God that the soul was to be saved? He said by receiving the engrafted word with meekness. That word will change your thinking. That word will renew your mind. 
that word will restore your soul. Hallelujah. Now then, I like another translation on this verse. That therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. One translation says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, there is a new self. A new self. We sometimes in church circles hear people talking about dying out to self. Well, you really don't find any such a statement as that in the Bible, and it's confusing to use those kind of statements. We don't need to die out to self. We need to crucify the flesh. That's really what they mean, but why don't we say what we mean instead of confusing people? You see, this new self that's a new man, we need to let him dominate. We need to crucify the flesh. We need to present our bodies to God, a living sacrifice. And again, Paul in Romans talks about crucifying yourself. That's something that you do. That's not something God does. Now, when we are born again, we become a new man. We become a new self. We become a new creature in Christ. Now the nature of God, the life of God's in our spirits. And this man that's a new man is to be the dominant one. We are to listen to him. Because it's through this man, this inward man, this new man, this born again spirit, this new creation, through our spirits that God will guide us. That's where it's coming. Not through our souls, not through our minds, through our spirits. Now go back to our text here before we go further. Go back to our text here in Romans. For as many... Romans 8, 14, for as many as are led. So we can expect to be led, can't we? Or we could say led or guided, either one would be all right here. Remember Jesus talks about when the Holy Ghost comes, he'll guide you. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. No, we don't have to look to man for guidance. We don't have to go to some man for guidance. That's unscriptural. We all have the Spirit of God. Are you listening to me? I'll get into that a little further when, in, in our lessons here, particularly at Rhema, when I talk about the ministry of the prophet. We get into ministry gifts. One time when Jesus appeared to me in February of 1959, sat down in a chair right beside me and talked to me for an hour and a half about the ministry of the prophet. I saw him just as real as to see you sitting there. Heard footsteps come into my room. It's an open vision. My eyes were wide open. That's the highest type of vision there is. There are three types of vision. The open vision is the highest type. And Jesus talked to me about the ministry of the prophet and he said, the prophet's ministry is not set in the church to guide members and to tell them what to do. Now under the old covenant Jesus said to me people would go to the prophet and ask him what to do and, and seek advice from him or direction or guidance from him because see he had the spirit of God. They didn't have the spirit of God. Under the old covenant no one except the king, the priest and the prophet had the Holy Spirit upon them to enable them to stand in that office. What we call the laity or the general public did not have the Spirit of God either in them or on them and knew nothing about the leading. Under the new covenant, Jesus said to me, it does not say as many as are led by prophets, they're the sons of God. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. And that's where we get in trouble again, not getting our minds renewed, not getting our souls saved, 
They've been running around for some prophet to prophesy to us to tell us what to do. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> Amen. No, Jesus said to me, the ministry of the prophet in this area in the New Testament is only to confirm what people already have in their own spirits. And you'll notice I tell people all the time, if you don't already have it in your own spirit, then don't you do it. If it doesn't confirm something you have, then forget it, forget it, forget it. No, it doesn't say as many as are led by prophets. They're the sons of God. It said as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. The sons of God can, uh, can expect to be led by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And really, it's there all the time. You haven't recognized it because you're not spiritual enough. You're too much living in the soul realm or too much in the physical realm. And if you take the, the time to listen, you'd find the guidance. Well, now, how does he guide us? That's a good question. He is going to lead us. We have the scripture that said so. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. They're not led by somebody else telling them what to do. That's not the leading at all. How does he lead? Well, the 16th verse gives you a clue. The Spirit itself, or as the margin says, Himself, beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Well now, if in this most important aspect of life, the most important thing that can happen to you, being becoming a child of God, if that's the way that he lets you know that you are a child of God, his spirit bearing witness with your spirit, then you could understand that that's the first and the foremost way that he'll lead you is number one, by the inward witness. And the inward witness will be above all other witnesses. That's number one. That's the primary way. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody prophesied to you you were saved. wouldn't even accept that. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody else said, I feel like you are. You don't accept that. Amen. You're not a child of God because you had a vision. You might or you might not, but that don't make you a child of God. That's not what the Bible said. That's not the way you know you're a child of God. Isn't that right? How did he say that we know we're children of God? His spirit, God's spirit, bears witness with our spirits. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. The book by Kenneth E. Hagan, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Legacy Edition. How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Legacy Edition teaches you how to focus on the Spirit's leading in every area of your life. This book is only $14.95, and when you purchase the book, you'll receive a bonus the book Soaring with the Eagles by Ken Hagen, absolutely free. This is an $8.95 value. 
Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Our mission statement is go teach people faith. Teach yes. them the Word of God. And that's what Rama stands for, the that's spoken right. Word. Go that's teach the Word of God. I can say it real quick, but it's dropping a bucket of what's going on. We have a monthly magazine. We mail hard copies to how many? Yes, uh, to over 400,000. Over 400,000. Yes. But you can go online to rhema.org and you can download it or read it online or you can sign up for a hard copy yes. if you so desire. Yes. It's a great piece. We have our books that we, that we publish. And then we have 175 titles on ebooks. That's right. Because a lot of people are reading that way. You can go there to all the different ones and find us there. Well, I just thought we'd take a moment. That's right. And just let people know what Rama is and who we are and what we do. And if you're a Word Partner Club member with us, that's what you're helping to do all over the world. That's right. Call now and ask the operator for this month's special radio offer. The book, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagen. And receive the bonus book, Soaring with the Eagles from Ken Hagen Free. All this for only $14.95. Call today, toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.